0: Welcome to Small But Mighty, a podcast for small business owners. I'm your host and fellow entrepreneur, Kalina Stormer. Through my day-to-day experience of entrepreneurship, I've become obsessed with helping others grow their small businesses through marketing and mindset. I believe that by simply starting with small steps and shifts, we can create huge, and dare I say, mighty, results. Through practical, easy-to-apply strategies and tips, Join me as we tackle new challenges, grow ourselves, and take our businesses to new heights. You ready? Let's jump right in. Hello. I hope that this finds you well and that you're having a beautiful day. And I am really excited to get into what we have to talk about today. Um, but first just a little bit of what's going on here. It's just a beautiful fall. Um, we have just so enjoyed. We live here in, um, in Nashville, Tennessee, and it has just been the most beautiful season. I mean, the leaves changing colors and just like beautiful, vibrant shades. And it's just been truly stunning. And I, I mean, this is one of my favorite seasons anyway, and it's just felt so awesome. Like, I i don't know if it's just the fact that, you know, this year has forced a lot of us to slow down and just enjoy things a little bit more, or maybe be a little bit more aware. Um, but I mean, I, I'm definitely feeling that this season and just loving it. And last weekend our family went to this um this state park it was called old stone fort archaeological park i believe and i had never been there before it's about an hour away from where we live i had seen someone else post on instagram that uh she had visited with her kids and i was like oh you know that's something fun for us to do you know we can't do many indoor activities right now so we've been trying to enjoy more parks and getting outside And again, with the season just being so beautiful, I was like, yeah, let's go down and and check it out. But I had no idea going there that it was actually an ancient uh, and sacred Native American site. And it was so beautiful. There were, uh, you know, ancient mounds that went, it was like this big bend in the river with these two waterfalls on either side. And this, it, it they called it a fort, but it was this, again, this like sacred site with these mounds was perfectly built into kind of this bend in the river. And with the, everything was like bright yellow and red and gorgeous and these waterfalls. And it was just such a, you could just feel that beautiful sacred energy of this place. And it was just such a special day. And it was something I was, you know, I love nature, but I wasn't necessarily expecting like this level of just beauty that we, we got to experience there. And it was just so nice to share it with our daughter and to just have that peaceful time together as a family. And when we were leaving, it just really was making me think about, you know, why prioritizing these days of rest and recuperation and time with my family has become so important. And recently on Instagram, I had been sharing some thoughts about rest and the power of rest and the importance of rest. And I just got so many responses back from people who were resonating with that, that I wanted to bring it here to the podcast so that we could continue that conversation further. So anyway, after enjoying all of that with that beautiful day, um, it just kind of got me thinking. And so I wanted to talk to you guys today so we could have a conversation about the power of rest, how it's often so overlooked, especially in entrepreneurship, (laughs) and then ways that we can begin to change our relationship. With rest, change our beliefs into ones that are more empowering and support us whenever we um, feel, you know, guilty around not being productive and guilty around resting. So, let's go ahead and dive right in. Um, you know, as hard as this pandemic has been for me, there's been a big silver lining, and I I know this isn't the case for everyone, and I certainly don't want to minimize the struggles that others have experienced. Through this, I mean, this has been an extremely challenging time. So, a little disclaimer I don't want to minimize any struggles that people have experienced, but I do want to talk about something that it's taught me personally in hopes that it could maybe help someone, or maybe you can identify with it, you know, either where you're at right now or perhaps moving forward. So, before the pandemic hit, I absolutely identified as a workaholic like I worked almost nonstop. it was so hard for me to turn off to turn off my work so I mean we had a new business so to me that made sense I had to like nurture it and work on it and get it off the ground and I was also a new mom so you know the hustle and hard work it's just all that I knew And then I also, I definitely grew up, my family was the same. Whenever I was little, they were building their own business and uh, they always were working. So I definitely grew up learning that you had to work hard to achieve what you want. And I didn't necessarily see a lot of rest modeled to me. So when the pandemic hit, I just felt like a rug got totally pulled out from under me. Like I just felt this huge loss of control and and like no amount of hard work was going to fix that, you know? And the craziest thing about this all was that I was looking back recently through, um, through one of my journals and in December of 2019, so right before 2020 rolled around, I wrote in my journal that I felt deeply that 2020 was going to be my year of allowing. I was like, uh... Yeah, this is spot on. Because so much there was so much loss of control with the pandemic and having a small business and everything that I had to allow. There were so many things that I could no longer control. <laughs> so that loss of control was actually helping me to allow something better to come through. So when we were forced to, when we were forced to completely close our storefront in late March. Uh, full disclosure, I cried. I lost it. I was so upset. I just felt so defeated like that we were forced to close our storefront that I wasn't going to be able to work hard to, you know, essentially how I felt like rescue my business during this time. But what's so interesting is that two different things ended up happening. First, we had the incredible support of our community And that following month, all of our sales had to be online because we had been forced to close our storefront and we actually beat the previous year, that same month, we beat the previous year's revenue, (laughs) which was so crazy. And then second, I loved it, which was such a shock to me. Like I finally had the space for my business and I was able to rest and spend some time with my family and it was so healing for me which is so funny because I had so much fear. I was so upset about having to close it. And we did still have the online portion. So I was still working a bit, but it was so different. There was so much more time and space for rest. And now, I mean, months later, this was back in March and April. So, you know, we're at the end of this year now. The same is still holding true for me. This year has allowed so much more time for rest. And I have become so grateful for that. So... Before the pandemic, I worked almost every single weekend in the shop, both days, Saturday and Sunday. If I wasn't if I was able to work one of those days, my husband would sometimes step in, like it was just crazy. Um, and I just had such a hard time separating myself from the business, just working hard in there was my whole identity. But when that got pulled away, with everything, I just realized how much I actually loved having the space from it and having some down, like restful time. And I was finally getting quality time with my family, which I had put off for these two years of, of building this business. And when I designated time to work, I set aside time to actually work. I just felt so lit up by it. And I got so much more done and I was able to even take on new things like starting this podcast Because I had the mental space to do it. I finally had allowed myself time to rest and not just push and work hard. And all of a sudden I was able to create so many more beautiful things and our business was still doing just fine. (laughs) So it was just really, really interesting. It was almost like this experiment that I got forced into that has changed my perspective so much. So because of that... Rest has now become something that I want to advocate for. And, you know, to be honest, I can still catch myself on days when I feel, you know, quote, unproductive and I start beating myself up and feeling guilty. But now I'm becoming aware of that pattern of of mine and now I'm starting to switch the narrative. So I wanted to talk about this with you today because I just think it's so powerful and that maybe what we've been taught through, society and through modeling and all of these things is that, you know, maybe that's not the most empowering way. Maybe instead of only hard work and productivity, we can kind of flip it to understand how important re- and, and healthy rest is for us too. So I want to know, like, can you relate to this? Have you felt this too? I would be willing to bet that you probably have, especially, um, you know, small business owners, entrepreneurs, side hustlers, mamas, like, Wherever you fall here, we just so often identify with the story that hard work always wins. But, you know, at what cost? For me, it was sacrificing time with my family. And even when I was with my family, I mentally wasn't there because I was still just trying to work all the time. So when I was forced into rest, it just helped me see the the value of, of the of what I was missing. Essentially there is an opportunity cost whenever you're working so hard. So where do we draw the line in the sand? Like where do we say enough is enough? I can work hard, but I also have to know when to rest and that I am worthy of rest. And just asking ourselves, like, could it be that we are worth more than just our output output and our productivity? Like, could it be that we are actually worthy of rest? Right? Right. Okay, so if that sounds like you, you can identify with that. You have a bit of a hard time um, with rest or you you know, feel that you feel guilt when, you re- when you're um, resting or you feel like you always have to be on, always have to be productive and working. Let's talk about how we can begin to change those deep-rooted behaviors and beliefs into something more empowering so that we can develop more empowering views towards our rest so in order to do this the first thing we need to do is to identify where we picked up the negative beliefs that we have towards rest and whose behavior we're actually modeling so pretty much without a doubt if we're struggling with this we as children saw our parents or other role models in our community or around us when we were kids other adults who prioritized and valued hard work over rest. So this is important here. So ask yourself and really get honest and kind of look back through your childhood and ask yourself, how did the adults in your life view rest? Did they idolize hard work? Was rest something that was viewed as positive, like something that was good, or was it maybe viewed as lazy? So I want to note that nothing is right or wrong here. Okay, it simply is. If they were modeling beliefs that didn't support your rest, that doesn't mean it's bad. That's just their beliefs that they picked up, right? So when we realize that it's not right or wrong, it just is, that takes any charge away from it, right? It's no one's fault. It just is what it is. So it's important to realize exactly what was modeled to you as a child so that you can see that belief for what it is, which is someone else's. So, if you did pick up a belief, if you saw, you know, your parents working really hard and not prioritizing rest, and now you're finding yourself in that same loop, now you can realize that's just something that you picked up in childhood. As children, we're sponges; we just model everything that is, um, you know, around us, and we take everything as truth when we're small. Because that's all that we know. So that can be why you picked up beliefs from someone else as truth that you might just still be continuing on in adulthood without even necessarily realizing it. So once you can identify that you may have picked up these beliefs from your childhood from someone else, then you can choose as an adult to create a new belief that is more empowering for your life and your situation right now. Awareness is the key here. So once you become aware that a belief is not your own and that it's no longer serving you, then you have the power to change it, okay? All right, so that's first. Now, second, we are going to identify and think of some situations that come up in your daily life and then and your work and um, identify those times where you know that you tend to slip into that productivity or rest guilt trap. So, you know, Could it be like at night when you're sitting on the couch and you're like settling in and then you start to think, well, you know, I could just do this one little work thing, even though I don't really want to. I'm like really tired, but I could get this done. That is a a big one for me. I'm really guilty of that one. Um, Or maybe, you know, it could even be like you're at work and you don't take a lunch break. Cause you just feel there's just so much to do. So you don't take a, a lunch break or you know that it would feel so good for you to take 15 minutes to go for a walk outside, but you don't allow that for yourself because there's either too much else to do or you're, you know, you'll feel guilty if you step away from your computer for even just 15 minutes. So starting to kind of think of when that manifests in your day to day, um, and, just asking yourself when these moments are coming up for you usually. So if you're able to identify them before they happen, you're becoming aware of those patterns beforehand and that's going to allow you so much more self-awareness. So if you already kind of know and you've identified, I tend to you know, do X, Y, and Z, then whenever you find yourself starting to act out that behavior because you've already identified it, you're gonna be way more apt to catch yourself, right? Okay, and then the last thing that we're gonna do is we'll review some more supportive um, affirmations and mantras to help you move from guilt into productivity and prioritizing rest. So whenever you do catch yourself, you find yourself in that old belief is taking hold. You're starting to feel that guilt creep up or that itch to work on something when you know you need rest. Like However, this is showing up for you. When you catch yourself we can now start to consciously shift our behavior, right? So we're going to repeat one or more of the following mantras or affirmations. Um, You can just pick whichever one resonates the most for you, and then you're going to allow yourself more time and space that you need for your rest, okay? So I'm going to read off a few of these mantras or affirmations. And like I said, just select, you know, any of these that work or that resonate the most for you personally, okay? All right, so... I am worthy of rest. I am powerful in rest. Rest is productive. Allowing can be more powerful than pushing. I am at my best when I am rested. I am deserving of rest. I give the best of myself when I am rested. I'm going to read them for you one more time. I'm going to go back over them just one more time um, because I really want these to hit home and give you uh, the time that you need to absorb and then be able to select which one works for you. Okay. I am worthy of rest. I am powerful in rest. Rest is productive. Allowing can be more powerful than pushing. I am at my best when I am rested. I am deserving of rest. I give the best of myself when I am rested. Okay, so we are kind of going to come in for a close here. So let's just review what we talked about as far as changing our actual beliefs and behaviors when it comes to rest. Um, So in order to shift into this more empowering view of rest, we're going to first identify where that belief came from, right? So you're going to understand that that belief is not your own that you picked it up somewhere in your childhood. There is no negativity, no charge to this. It's just realizing that this belief is no longer yours and that you have the power to release anything that is no longer serving you. All right, so that's first. And then second, you're gonna go ahead and think about when these old beliefs and patterns are presenting themselves during your day-to-day. And having that self-awareness before they come up is gonna help you recognize them and be able to shift them so much more quickly when they do come up, right? Okay, and then last, whenever you do start to feel that old belief that's presenting itself, you're gonna replace it with a more empowered mantra or affirmation. Just select whichever one works for you. Or you can create your own, you know, if none of those resonated with you, just create your own that works to support your, you know, more positive view towards rest. and yeah, utilize that mantra or affirmation um, to support you consciously uh, to be able to feel better towards uh, your rest, to feel more worthy, that you are worthy and deserving of rest. All right. So that is it. That is all I have for it today. And I just want to reiterate and hit home. Um, you are so worthy and deserving of anything that you want. And I just want you to know that that includes a little rest and relaxation. You know, we often, when we push that, that part of ourselves down, that is just craving a little bit of peace and rest. So often we're not showing up as our best selves. So you are worthy. You are so deserving. And um, here's to us continuing to realize our value and that we are worthy of our rest. I'm right alongside you with this one. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you found this helpful and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, please consider leaving a review and send to a friend who could benefit from something that you learned. If you'd like to connect further, you can visit my website at kalinastormer.com or find me on Instagram at kalinastormer. And lastly, if you'd like to check out my own small business, a specialty dog boutique, you can visit hunterandjune.co.